Hey, what's up, everybody? Joe Delore here from Joe Delore's Not So Wondrous Imaginings Podcast. Um, got a bunch of voicemails coming up for you today, and then I did a, uh, a recording of a podcast that was a little bit longer. It's like a half an hour, probably, or more, with, with me and my brother. Uh, we uh, He had a voicemail the other time, uh, the other day, and uh, people said, hey, have your brother get on here and do some stuff. And uh, so we decided, what the hell, let's do a Sunday night joint podcast. It's a snowy day, there ain't nothing going on here. So you're going to hear that. You're going to hear some responses to voicemails and a, and a few things. All right. So anyway, I think we're starting here with uh, one of the Green brothers. Uh, Mr. I think it is Darren Green is coming up first. All right. So let's listen to what Darren's got to say. Hi, Joe. Arfed here. Great that you're uh, back on the podcast after the uh, Christmas and New Year break. Uh, been enjoying the show as always. Um, just wanted to say it's about time your brother got on your podcast, called in and uh, showed you a bit of support, so nice to hear that. Uh, also sounds like you've uh, come round to the sort of hex crawl idea of gaming, um, something that I started up fairly recently with a Calmata with Jason um, Hobbs, um, so hopefully one day you may even be able to join up the international game that we play on uh, Sunday morning UK time, which is sort of... Um, well, it's Sunday morning US time, so it's uh, afternoon UK time, but um, if you ever get a chance to be on there, myself, uh, my brother from Spike Pit, uh, John from Red Dice Diaries, so it would be great to uh, see you on there. Anyway, keep up the good work. Thanks, Darren. Yep, coming up, dude. couple of minutes. You'll hear it. I'm, I'm uh, glad that you're, uh, you're interested. I mean, you know, everybody who's listens to me should be listening to spike pit um and it's uh, darren's brother who runs that and basically uh they get on they've been doing a lot of joint broadcasts themselves as brothers so sort of reminiscing looking at the back of the old days and that's kind of what me and my brother did coming up uh just a few minutes so you listen to it and, and hear hey joe the lawyer this is ray otis of plundergrounds I really enjoy the Gygaxian what-the-fuck-isms, so I would say keep those coming. It's especially funny to think about how when you go from the fourth level to the fifth level, all of a sudden the average level of enemy that you might meet jumps from you know equal to the level, like four, to averaging out somewhere around seven or eight. That would be quite a shock. <laughs> There's so many weird things in AD&D. It's partly why I love it and partly why I don't really ever want to play AD&D again. Um, I'm going for BX if I'm going to do D&D, probably. But I could be talked into it. All right, have a good one. All right, Ray Otis, first, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Here's a D&D Gygaxian DM guide to what the fuck is him. Page 86. Let's read along, shall we? <laughs> Gaining experience levels. They are an indicator of the character's progress towards greater proficiency in his or her chosen profession. Upward progress is never automatic. Just because Nell Nimblefingers, rogue of the Thieves' Guild, has managed to acquire 1,251 XP does not mean that she suddenly becomes Nell Nimblefingers, the footpad. First of all, good for Gygax in 1978 for throwing out that it's a she instead of a he. Next, the gaining of sufficient experience points is necessary to indicate that a character is eligible, in, in like italics, eligible, to gain a level XP, but the actual award is a matter for you, the DM, to decide. So, who knew? <laughs> if, you didn't, if you got the XP, you may not level up. It's up to the fucking DM. Then there's all kinds of shit. 
some kind of thing with E for excellent gets a point, S superior gets two points, F for fair gets three points, and P for poor gets four points. And then there's like, if a cleric doesn't heal, uh, if a magic user seeks to engage in melee or ignore magic items that could employ, be employed in court situations, the use of boldly engage in frontal attacks or refrain from acquisition of an extra bit of treasure when the opportunity presents itself, Cautious characters who do not pull their own weight. These are poor, uh, are clear examples of poor rating. So a thief's got to steal. Magic users got to use his fucking magic items. Uh, everybody's got to be faithful. Heal. Uh, got to be ballsy. It's it's an ex it, it's an enforcement of a certain style of play. All right. Then there's some paragraph with a fucking formula in it, and how and it indicates how many weeks a character must spend in study and or training before he or she actually gains the benefit to the new level. So it's like a punishment. All right. So if you if you get the XP, you may not level up. Right. It's up to the DM. But if you do, you got to train for X amount of weeks to just to get that fucking level. And then there's the level of the character and weekly costs during the training and all that kind of bullshit. Now, what it doesn't say is, is this the same exact thing as training time? Just if you weren't a fuck-up, if you did play your character right, I don't know. I don't know. Do you have to do that too? Are you being penalized? <laughs> Who the fuck knows, man? Read, AP, read page 86 and see. It's a shit show. I, uh, I don't get it, Gary. You must have been fucking drinking some good shit. That's all I could say. Anyway, that's it for Ray. Next. Hey Joe, what's up? Colin Spike Pit here. I was listening to your calling on Glenn's show, uh, Old Man Grognard, and um, wow, seriously, Forgotten Realms. I, I use Forgotten Realms for my Five E campaign, and if anybody lands up there expecting it to be anything like the books, uh, other, other other than you know just the place itself, the stories, what's gone on, all that. No, don't bank on it at all. Don't bank on it. Player beware. I have not read those books, so it is pointless uh, trying to tell me this and that about what is effectively now my campaign world or our campaign world as a group. It's not reflected in the novels, so leave your preconceptions at the door. I totally agree. Latest, dude. That was Colin from Spike Pit, who's Darren's brother. Darren's also known as RFED, R-F-E-D, R-F-I-D. Um, Rocks Fall, All Dead, Everyone Dead. R-F-E-D, yeah, R-F-E-D, Rocks Fall, Everyone Dead. I think uh, Jason Hobbs gave him that nickname, so rather than saying Colin's brother. So there you go. I had to figure that out. It took a long time to figure that out. I agree, man. You got to edit your shit so that they don't know what's coming. Or else, if they know what's coming, what fun is it? They always know somebody's going to be there, somebody's going to be there, especially some high power group or individual. What good is it? Fuck your is it? Fuck that fucking Panther. You know? The hell with them. I, I like, you know, I'll take the world, I'll take the geography, I'll take even the city names and culture, but not NPCs. You know? That's going to be all different the way I play it. Um, yeah, that, that's definitely, that definitely got to be. And now, by the way, how cool is this? That Colin from Spike Pit is responding on my podcast to a comment I made on somebody else's podcast, Old Man Grognars. You know? Cool. This is what I'm talking about. This is what reminds me of the old blogosphere, when we're all bouncing back and forth across various blogs, having spread out discussions, and we're all talking about the same subject. Like... <laughs> 
as if we're in the same house with different rooms yelling down the hallway. You know what I mean? This is kind of cool, man. I love it. I love that shit. I think this is going to be the next big thing. I really do. This AnchorCast stuff. Um, you know, the other thing, too, though, Discord is pretty interesting. I used to use Discord only as a, uh, a place to talk while I'm playing a game like Star Wars, you know, online or whatever. Some RPG online that I could play joined with other people that didn't have a voice functionality. So we would talk on a Discord server. I didn't know had all these different capabilities. Um, the thing you're going to hear coming up next is my brother. We recorded over on Eric Tankar's Discord server. He's a cool dude. And if you haven't uh, have an invite yet, reach out to him. Reach out to me. We'll all give you an invite to this Discord server. It's huge. It's like a couple thousand people I think he's up to now. And he set up various channels and sub-channels and areas if you're a publisher you have you could have an area all to yourself talking about different things related to your publishing and sub sub channels and all this kind of stuff um you know makers creators you it has like three or four different shows like a radio show throughout different times of the week of various types of format and topic you can hear about it so that's neat as hell um he set me up i am uh i, I give to him on patreon um but he i don't think he I don't think that even had anything to do with it. He just set me up with a channel of mine so that I could record uh, on Discord, uh, like Eric does, uh, joint podcasts with people. So it's really simple, actually. It's, uh, they had to help me figure it out, of course, because I'm an idiot. And then there was a couple of glitches. They got to get a you know, fix, but they used me as a guinea pig, which is fine. Um, they set it up so that I could record Discord. It's so simple. There's like this Craigbot, it's called. You invite Craig to your channel. Craig records it automatically upon invite. And then he kick his ass out. And then as soon as you kick his ass out, he sends you a message that says, here, do you want to download the shit I just recorded while I was in your channel? You download it, put it in Audacity format, edit it a little bit, and you're good to go. Um, I, I kind of like it. So I just tried it out tonight my brother for the first time. So you're going to hear that coming up next. Okay, let's see if I can, as long as I could get it to work right, of course. All right, we're recording. This is the first joint podcast. This is Joe the Lawyers from Not So Wondrous Imaginings Podcast. And I got my brother Mike here. You heard him on a voicemail, and some people said, "Hey, you should get him into a podcast with you." Let's uh, let's. Did have you a play that? Yeah, yeah, you had it. You're up there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you catch up. I forgot bitch. I even left you that. What did I even say? I didn't, I didn't uh, you said you think you would rage quit if you. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, come. Fucking the catastrophe. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. A mess. I, I was only a barely participant witness in that. Well, you're a barely sober witness, too, so, you know, it worked out good. You don't have to yeah. think too hard. <laughs> no, but I was playing a, an NPC, basically, so I didn't want to, like, take control of the thing, so I watched it devolve as it happened. Devolve's a good word. We lost 100,000 years of, uh, of accumulated social intelligence, I think, when right down <laughs> the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> It's just stupid. I mean, everything you've learned from age 13 on, never split the group. Let's split the group. <laughs> right. Well, I, I actually enjoy splitting groups at times when it turns into something dynamic and you never know when you group up a couple people together against a certain thing. I don't necessarily have a huge problem with it other than when the enemy's clearly trying to fucking split the group up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you fall for the trap. That's, that's when you don't do it. Yeah, you fall for the shit like a moron. You right. know? It's like, like, like a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah, like I think it started with like something was on fire and then someone ran outside 
and then we help with the fire out, which, okay, that's fine. That's only natural. Yeah, you know, I don't care what level you are, what class you are. So something's on fire. You help put it out. And then when you look up and you see that there's like 15 fires scattered around the town, all right, that's not normal. So clearly something's going on. Something is there. There's a distraction. Short, so, short an asteroid strike or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So there's a distraction. So you just go to the center. Right where the giant tower is, and then and you regroup. But no, that didn't happen. No, no, not even nowhere near. <laughs> nowhere fucking near. I mean, it's the only time I like to split the group. Just two times, really. I think one if I'm playing like the scouty, sneaky guy and goes ahead, because you by default you got to split the group a little bit, but you're not splitting at the other side of town. The other way I like right. to split the group is if I know that the rest of the group is morons that would hold me back, and would not contribute shit. <laughs> to uh <laughs> you know what i mean that's a that's that's addition by subtraction in that case yeah yeah you just want to live you just want, <laughs> don't want them to you don't want them to kill you and so yeah. you go ahead and you say oh i'm gonna do this now i want to do this okay go ahead do that go ahead yeah see what happens yeah yeah, so, yeah see what happens now uh, and i'm sitting years, there behind yeah, a bush <laughs> yeah years ago when i was dm i mean like college years is 25 years ago when i dm'd an adventure i mean back i dm almost all the time back then and uh, I remember purposely splitting the group up because I wanted to see certain characters grouped together. This is back in the, like, literally you were playing Kaif and then there was uh, Goron and Keisha yeah. and, you know, all those guys. And I purposely split the group up. I mean, there was roles involved, but I had a really strong feeling it was going to happen. Just because I wanted to see certain characters group and fight together in environments I that would be not typical just to see what would happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, that's sometimes interesting, but yeah, as rule of thumb in that scenario, they should not have split up. No, no, that was just dumb. They fell for the trap and you had the, the only healer and, uh, <laughs> and the monk who was a blind monk, but he has like daredevil yeah. senses or something fighting a, a group of PN orcs who were just there as a destroyer. <laughs> You know, and it and, took them know. about, it took them forever to kill them. It took them long enough to kill them for the giants to get what they wanted. It was exactly. It was actually perfect for them. Yeah, that they fell into the plan exactly like a six-year-old. Remember what we used to do, Tara? Our sister is named Tara, so we hear a reference to Tara. We would call her from the kitchen. And this is when she was three or four, if, right? Yeah, we're, no, she was then, three. I was five. You were seven. And I was seven, right? So we torment her because she's our sister. We have to, right? So we'd, we'd be in the other room, and we'd call her into the from the kitchen or wherever into the <laughs> living room. And then she'd come around the corner, and we'd throw a blanket on her and push her onto the floor or something. And then... Lather, rinse, repeat. She would do it over and over again. Yeah, These guys fell for the same trick. Over, I mean, it's just like like a like a four year old little girl. You know what I mean? Well, and even <laughs> even my NPC, I think you gave me the dwarf miner in or no, uh, dwarf the blacksmith. Yeah, and then the <laughs> the African looking, uh, and and I'm not being a dick. In in the book, it said. She, she was a lesbian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of, she kind of had like a fro. So I channeled Wanda Sykes when I played that one. I, I, I yeah. wanted to be like Wanda Sykes, and then so I played, and then on what was it? The leader was it the mayor? Or like the yeah, uh, she was like the the, the, the head Alliance of the representative. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The representative. And she was also the um the head of the town's like militia army blah, blah, yeah. yeah mayor with a sword, you know that kind of shit. Right, right. Yeah. So the first thing I did with her was just go to the center of town, go to the top of the tower, which of course. Anyone could have done. I don't necessarily know why everybody didn't think of that exactly when I did it. I mean, I was playing my character, but if I was playing, I mean, I was playing the character you gave me because my actual character weren't there. But 
if I was playing my characters, I think I would have done the same thing. I would have went to the tower and looked around to see what was going on. Well, the difference is as your character, you would have suggested it, and they probably would have followed you because you kind of make a lot of those decisions, and they think, oh, that's smart, <laughs> right? And so, yeah, so yeah. that's what you would have done. As you're, as you're playing an NPC, that's what she did, and nobody took the hint. <laughs> right, right. So, right. I mean, just, yeah. just for perspective, when we played, what's today, Saturday? When did we yeah. play? No, today's Sunday. Uh, Friday, we yeah. played Friday night. We played Friday night. And we were, it took a couple hours because, of course, we split the group, not on a tactical sense, but on a strategic sense over the yeah, winter. Yeah. Both my characters were elsewhere, and the rest of the group were in Fandolin. And uh, it took a lot longer to get to the point where my characters are back in town. So I had nothing to do except listen. So at one point, I actually just got so irritated by the lack of progression. I just started talking and giving ideas and literally passing around. I don't know why you didn't ban me. I was passing around. I forgot what it was. I had good weed that night. What, what was it? What was it? They were. They couldn't figure out. Oh, um, they couldn't figure out where to stick your your goblin chieftain gum gum. And I'm like, just put him in the fucking cave where we found the goblins. And I was literally showing everybody on the map where it was. And he, he, you didn't even really tell me to stop because I think you were getting irritated that it took so long. It just it took forever. It took forever. <laughs> I had I'd have one NPC who was the grandfather of one of the characters take him aside, talk to him, and I had the NPC literally <laughs> smack him in the head. You were it was like it was private conferences occurred. I had to literally smack him in the head two three times because my in my world I don't care who you are if you're a grandmother or a great grandmother, grandfather, great grandfather, you always hit. When you roll to either grab a ear, <laughs> grab a cheek, or smack somebody in the fucking yeah. head, well, it'll always hit. And there's no, there's no avoiding it. You will, it's yeah. an automatic hit. That's what you get when you become yeah. a grandparent. You automatically hit. So yeah. we smacked him in the head a couple of times. It says, "Asshole, what about this? What about this idea?" And it, oh, huh. And I see. The I mean, I like, already <laughs> gave them ideas when I shouldn't have. I mean, I think at one point you chided me for it, and then once you saw that. The idea was something was good. You just kind of shut up, hoping it would play its course. Let's just get there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. And for those who aren't following around, yeah. so who are whoever's following, we're doing the uh, the Fandolin thing from the uh, basic starter set. Which, in my opinion, I gotta say, and I'm a big fan of Temple of Mental Evil and Hamlet and all that shit. I think this takes the cake in terms of the beginning starting city. Even better to keep on the oh. Borderlands. It's really awesome. I mean, it's fucking fantastic. That's, Full that of potential. A That's a bold fucking statement, right it's there. Full of potential, and it and it's got everything around it. I mean, it's really really cool. You know, it's, I, I, it's 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 if you look at it from a context of that Hamlet was close to Verbabank, which was somewhat relatively close on a macro scale to to Greyhawk. And then you take Fandlin, which is close to Neverwinter, which is somewhat close on it on that kind of scale to Waterdeep. It's very similar. It's almost you would almost think they're copying in some way, shape or form from that kind of. Uh, you know, context of trying to have a sleepy village close to a decent sized town, relatively close to a huge city. And then of course you've got a couple dungeons nearby. I mean, it, it does have all the makings of the quintessential forgotten realm starter city, just like yeah. how it was for us yeah. way, way, way back in the day. Yeah, exactly. And it has good NPCs and, and it's, it's full of potential in the sense that especially what I'm doing is, and we, by the way, whoever was following around, we did the whole tribor fire giants attack, grab the artifact, blah, 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 from the uh, giant adventure. The way I'm doing it, if I heard the other podcast, the way I'm doing these adventures is 
I have every 5e book and adventure and module, I still call them modules, whatever you want to call them, that came out since 5e came out, and I'm considering them all running at the exact same time. Everything is happening at once, so no matter where you go, there's some shit going on because I got a book to pretty much cover the geographic area, and you're always going to have something going on. You know I what think I mean? So that's coin, good. We should coin a clinical term for that, D-N-D-A-D-D. Yeah, like, it's, cra- it's crazy. There's Actually, I got- so much shit going on. I got to take a leak. I'll be right back. And this will, it'll edit it out later. So you'll never even hear me like for the two minutes taking a leak. I'll be right back. Wow. All right, so this will be a big empty space I'll delete out, so I'll never even hear that, you know what I mean? That's the benefit of having that whole uh, (laughs) audacity thing. I just cut chunks out. You there? Yeah, you kind of cut out for a second. Yeah, yeah. I could cut all this bullshit out with audacity. Right. I mean, Gamer ADD, you're saying, it kind of works because some shit I'm keeping, basically it's the Giants versus Dragons. All this shit's happened at once from Giant Adventure and the, and the Dragon Adventures, and I'm going to have bits and pieces of all the other ones in there. So, you know, the the uh, the latest of Dragon Heist is going on right now. If he was in Waterdeep, he would, you know, take part in that. And he has backup characters that are taking part in that in some way. <laughs> but I am? I mean? In a weird way. You don't know it yet, but yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll affect you. Yeah, that these guys, you know, it'll oh, affect cool. you in some way. It's yeah. going on, you know what I mean? So they've already partaken with one adventure, one character going into the uh, water deep, uh, the big mega dungeon there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. The I other thing I've in that one if I wasn't so fucking tired, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing I'm doing too is I bought Rap and Athic to finally get the hard copy book and right. I dropped that in the middle of Fandolin as, a, <laughs> as an entrance. So yeah. that's a little more excitement. <laughs> You tend to do that. You take a sleepy village and, all right, we got like six-ish level characters. We won't get into why one of them's 10th, although I think you talked about that at one point in another podcast. Fucking decadent uh, things. Yeah. But, like, so you got a bunch of guys that are six-ish level. And it's like, all right, we, we're the biggest badasses in a sleepy village, and except there's the entrance to the underdog there, and now it's just going to be a, like, nexus of badasses. We We didn't get our time as the biggest badasses in town for more than, like, in game terms, three months during the winter when no one was there. Anyway, now we're going to be peons again. We never got our, our time in, in, in the sun, basically. Well, let, let's see who gets out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's see who gets in and gets the hell out. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I just but, want them to clear the path so we can, when we're like 15th level, we can go in and get right to the fight. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's that's the whole goal. You know, just get the final boss fight and then just, you know, everybody else die along the way. But there is good. Right. It's, a, it's a death trap, but it's a good treasure and shit. I'm just looking over. It's like, what, 600 fucking pages. So if everyone yeah, go there, I'm gonna prepared. I doubt we're even going to live that long. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And I got shit prepared for all the other things. Now, for example, the one for the Underdark, it's not that great of an adventure. It kind of sucks balls, actually. But it has good random tables and everything else for exploring the Underdark. So I'm you know, stealing that. The one for Chult, I'm stealing shit out of that. Um, you mentioned Shell, you the, like the jungle thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one there for that, and there's one for late Ravenloft. I'm stealing shit out of that, right? You have so, that Ravenloft? I've oh yeah, yeah. The five E. I have them all. I have all the all the good ones, you know. So I even bought those hardcovers of 
they did a reprint of Isle of Dread, and they did a reprint of Keep on the Borderlands, which included um, that other wilderness adventure along with the Keep on the Borderlands. I forget what the hell it was called. But I got all those reprints for 5e. So if nothing else, that's a basic shit that I could throw in once in a while if I need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? If someone ever got the balls, because I, I know you told me they, well, I, I read online, they redid those three giant adventures. If yeah. they could redo those three, because if you remember... They put all three of those in one adventure, and it was one of those fat first edition, 129-page, yeah. you know, paperback yeah. adventures. If someone has the balls to do those, someone should have the balls to redo the original Temple of Elemental Evil in 5e. I would actually dust off my DM hat and do another campaign and DM that one. That'd be fun. You remember, other than Kurt, uh, you and I have played that thing so many fucking times. It's, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. But if you take Kurt out, who only played it through once— the other three people in the group have never played it. So imagine imagine that experience, yeah, playing the yeah. temple for the first time in 5e. I yeah. think it would have to be – it can't be an apples-to-apples -apples adventure because monsters are so different now in terms of abilities, and characters are so different in terms of, like, you sleep overnight and you're at full hit points that yeah. – it would have to be adjusted. I don't even know how they would have to adjust it, but it would I definitely have would to have be to, adjusted. Probably have to adjust the dungeon itself, too, I would think, because it's one of those stupid Gygaxian dungeons that the layout, it makes more sense than the other ones that he published up to that point, but the layout barely. is still kind of stupid. Yeah, barely, exactly. I mean, we're still in the toilet in the whole fucking dungeon. You know, they're shooting well, hallway, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Just stuff like right. that. There's that annoys the hell out of me. me like, why me is think back. The first level was pretty much like bandits and humanoids. The second level was kind of much of the same, except you had... So the first level... Now, when I say first level, I don't mean that main temple area where you yeah, get yeah. your fucking black cloaks and all that. The, yeah. the, with the, with the, what was a golden eye or some shit in the back. But the first level had the earth the earth temple and then a bunch of just nonsense in yeah. a random pattern. This, this is crazy that I can remember this, but that's how many times I've read this thing through. The second level had the air, fire, and water temple. And that was the kind of... That was their way, I think, of rationalizing all, like, you can get away with dungeon crawling because all four elements were kind of sort of at war with each other. Yeah, so, but they're all living next door. They're yeah, at war. Yeah, it's, it's just it's bullshit. It's like, it's like they're at war and they live in the same hotel. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's, it's <laughs> horseshit. It, it's absolute horseshit. But as a kid, it was somewhat feasible in your head, right? Like when you're yeah. DMing and playing. And then, this is crazy, but the third level... Half, well, not half of it, but one section was completely cut off from the other, and I forget how you got there, but it was, I'm going to mangle this name, but that demoness of fungi. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what name was. She was there, but then the other half, or two-thirds of the third level, was most of the leaders of the yeah. temple. I can't remember that, all the names. Then, and then the fourth level was <laughs> the higher temple, where you had all the leaders that were above air, fire, water, and earth. They were just sort of like the higher yeah. people, the higher level people. The guy's are. names on the tip of my tongue. Hedrag. Oh, yeah. Hedrag, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you had, uh, then you had the portals to the elemental nodes. The nodes, and it, the whole temple was fairly symmetrical. Like you yeah, had, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And after that, it was just the nodes. So it was, it was a, an amazing. I mean, think about it. Like the fond memories. We literally, we literally were fighting a Friday night just two nights ago, Bullywugs, yeah. and we made a joke. To Goron, who Kurt literally created 25 years ago, he's recreated him uh, twice since. We made yeah. a joke about him getting swallowed by a frog from yeah. 
since Temple. the moment 25 Boat years house. ago when the <laughs> giant toad swallowed his dwarf way back yeah. then back but in the moat like, house yeah going yeah. up to the moat house entrance some shit never gets old <laughs> no no you know, no like, you're gonna bust his balls for that forever he was a dwarf yeah, he got swallowed swallowed by a <laughs> yeah. fucking frog or a toad whatever the hell it was yeah yeah and as soon as we mentioned bully woogs you're like all right he swallowed you and it, it was still fucking funny for some reason yeah 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 just even though it couldn't have been possible but it was just like no nah, <laughs> doesn't matter it's still a funny joke i'm gonna have but a yeah. giant fucking <clears throat> tarasque like frog coming just eat him but 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 there's no fucking question in my mind the greatest memory and even though it's this is a joke on you you'll have to agree here it comes comes. we're on i think the second level maybe the first level of the dungeon and you know we're so used to playing these games in a dumbed down way and we left because you know we were out of spells and you know encumbered and dying so we left and went back to hamlet healed up you know it's almost like a video game you just go back and you click rest for six yeah. days and you're yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> and then the uh we went right back to the exact fucking room we left off and we heard we listened at the door before we left we heard you know what we thought was a bunch of bandits or brigands or whatever I did. You, were, you were dming at the time right yeah no nah, yeah so yeah, yeah you yeah. i was DMing, and so you you listened when we left and it was like all right i hear a voice on the other side so when we came back in God knows how many days it was later, right? Because how yeah, far is the Hamlet? Two weeks. From... Yeah, right. We healed up. We sold shit. We came back and you were a paladin of Hyronius. So I can't remember if it was a curtain or a door, but you bashed through. You went, Hyronius! And, and there was literally no one there. And there was no fucking way I was going to have anybody there because I knew you were going to try to make some grand fucking entrance. Oh, and yeah. You screamed Hyronius to an empty room. And we literally still juggle at that 25 years later. That's the best kind of memory, though. I mean, that's the stupid shit that's just fun because you don't know the game, you don't know the rules. You know, I mean, yeah. still, I look back and forth. When I was 14, I learned this shit back in high school. People are idiots. They don't know how to play. That's why I didn't learn how to play. You know what I mean? I mean, who learned how to play the right way if there is such a thing as a right way in 1984 when you're 14? You just fucking no. played as best you could. I remember sitting there with all your character sheets and all the other in front of me as you're playing multiple characters. And you I never for, let some, me roll. for some reason, I thought I had to. I right. thought that was my job to have the sheets and the rolls and you tell me what to do. And I don't know why I thought that Dis- was probably disclaimer disclaimer. That was like 1985 uh, or 1983 yeah. or 84. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. So yeah, we we literally didn't know how to play. I didn't know shit. I was like 14 and I saw a couple guys at high school run a couple games and they were fucking morons. And so that's kind of how I, for some reason I had it in my head. That that's how I had to go. I read something, stupidly gagaxian or i read i don't know what you know but that's kind of how like you called it you're the done you're the the, the caller of the group and i did the roles and it was just pain in my ass i didn't like it yeah i barely remember that you told me that a few years ago and i'm like you know it was probably it it was probably because we only had one fucking dice set that could be too (laughs) you know when the dm had a roll now what are we gonna do 500 uh, dice god yeah i mean but we had the stupid little fucking dice that came with the the red box they had to color in with a crayon remember get the color with the with the crayon like a white crayon yeah just yeah. to see the numbers yeah yeah i still got those dice i still got them saved separately they're all like fucking they roll forever because they've been used and abused so much there's no sharp corners or corners or edges anymore right and and the white has been darkened with time but to make it like gray and black because it's all the dirt but right still here yeah yeah, it's, it's, it was fun shit, though. You know, look, the new Temple Adventure they came out with, though, the one that Kurt was running for us for some short period of time. He ran um, it, and then I took it over, if you recall. I started DMing really? halfway through, yeah. He uh, just didn't want to DM anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> and I started DMing it. And, in fact, I named that guy Hedrak. He was in it. Yeah. I don't know how he oh, came yeah? back. But, yeah, he was actually in it. 
I don't know how they justified that. He I think it's something apocalypse or something like that or mm. elemental. What that was it called? Oh no, wait a minute! I'm mixing two things up. Yeah, yeah. yeah In you're three point right. five, they released Return to the Temple of Elemental Evil. Oh, that 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 disaster! That was yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. show. Yeah, that it was just... that volcano. It was that it was that round round dungeon around a volcano. I that was no, just no. stupid. It, it wasn't awesome. Although I would say it's better than the one he did for Five E, which was like. What was it called again? That's what I'm looking up here. Uh, Prince of the Apocalypse. Yeah, Prince of the Apocalypse. Yeah, Prince yeah, of the Apocalypse. Although we never played it long enough to even get to any of the temples, I don't think. I no, don't and he, he changes so much. It was yeah, it was a combination of him and us all losing interest. But I grabbed it. I asked him because I don't know if you're ever going to run it again. I asked him recently. I said I need, I would like to have the stuff in it because it's chock full of info on the Deseret Valley, which is kind of like near you guys. So I said if you're not going to run it again anytime soon, I'm going to you know like read the book. And really get into it because there's shit here I could probably use too. For, for all right. the time I've left it sort of off limits. Even right. though I, I did play in it as a player at the library group at the at the Derby Library for a short period of time. I explored some of the levels of one of the dungeons, but it was like, eh, you know, it was all right. But I gotta say, both of those adventures are better than that 3.5 version of the temple. That just sucked balls. That was just like you went to a hole in the ground one day, and within three weeks later, you come out like ninth level, and you didn't get to enjoy any of the road up there. You know what I mean? You didn't get to enjoy the whole journey at all. Yeah, it was definitely missing something. I don't know what it was. I didn't mind the dungeon once we got into it. I, it, I mean, think about it. It's fairly unique that you've got a dungeon around the perimeter of a volcano. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's just, and they had a similar setup. You had earth, air, fire, and water. I honestly forget how far we got. I mean, this is back when we were playing with John Ho. That's how long, that was like 2005, 2006. Think about how long ago that was. He's not a hooker. He's just, last name was Ho. (laughs) Right, right. He's just half Chinese. Um, But uh, yeah, that's how long ago that was, although it doesn't seem that long ago. I don't, I didn't mind the dungeon. I just, the the plot hooks, the the feeling that we got of playing the original temple just didn't exist. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you look for something, you can't replace it. You can't replicate it, you know? Right. Like, I was telling somebody, I, uh, my friend Eric, who I went to New York with, right? Remember? Eric, the the, Mm -hmm. the cop, went down Mm -hmm. there, and uh, he he was able to get me a link, a hookup to get copies of Swords of Wizardry Light that I sent to somebody who's a school teacher in Massachusetts who has a bunch of kids in, like, late middle school, early high school, I think, that are wanting to play D&D. So he hooked me up with Swords of Wizardry Light, which is a retro clone very, very simplified of like even simpler than the basic red box, right? Wow. So I How sent that, that up. I know, I know, but it is. He, he, he made it. It's a really good job of it. You know, I played it in a convention with him up in northern, northwestern Connecticut. It's a good DM. And he, it was a fun game. And he made it. It's like everything is everything you need is like brief and on like one index card pretty much, you know? Right. And so uh, anyway, I sent it up to her. And I also sent up the old uh, player's handbook that I had for 5e. And I sent up character sheets and all kinds of other paraphernalia you know my initiative combat tracker everything and i sent all that stuff and she gave it to one of the kids in high school and uh he wanted to be the dm so she gave it all to him big fucking box and she texts me back she goes he's so fucking excited you have no idea you've made a nerd's complete week like everything he's like ecstatic you right. know, and I was like, I said, I remember it well. I remember those days well when everything is brand fucking new and everything is like unlimited imagination, anything you want, especially as a geek, as a nerd, as a spaz, whatever it is. Life sucks hard enough as you're 14. If you're a fucking geek on top of it all, like we all were, you know, everybody's listening to this knows what the fuck I'm talking about. 
You know, right. you need an escape. You need to get the hell out of there. And this is pre-internet, pre all that bullshit. And so you had your escape with D and D and a whole nother world, and you could be a fucking badass. You know, and everything else was cool around you. When you, yeah, you know, and it's like you a know, whole different thing. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I get it. I, 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 I had jock friends and geek friends and all kinds of friends, but nothing. It, it, it just, I just love the escape of reading that nothing was better than D D second i think it was second edition maybe it wasn't maybe it was first edition all those forgotten realms paperbacks that detailed a section of the kingdom like uh or not the kingdom but the realms like the savage frontier the sword uh, coast the, that started the with the gray box that started with the gray box actually and that was the first edition release and then yeah they released a second edition of forgotten realms which incorporate a lot of that but i think most of those things were gray box which first is edition. first edition yeah yeah like late 80s yeah i i would sit there and read the savage frontiers to the point you probably still have it i yeah. can't even imagine how many pieces that thing's in oh it's gonna beat the shit yeah yeah i just loved yeah. it it had a great it had a great pullout map and uh just reading the content the, the only problem with second edition is they didn't make any goddamn modules so you had to just kind of yeah. wing it and make shit up which you know who has time for that i mean i had time then but uh you know but the the content, the source material was incredible. I got to cut yeah. this off because my fire's going out, and Jen's oh. texting me. I have to. All right. I have to... All right. Well, that's. I think we pretty went past the... our fifteen minute quota anyway, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a reminiscing episode. Now next time we'll talk about other shit. So yeah, yeah. All right, cool. That's about it. Reminiscing. We talked about five million different things. I know. Yeah, it's all reminiscing, though. You know, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do this. Maybe you'll have a a Sunday night podcast. We could do this if we could, if you could ban your kids from the room he has four kids three of them triplets 11 years old and then a what thir- matt's about 13 when i kicked out matt who he'll be 14 in two months he literally yeah. he shamed he geek shamed me saying no one's, <laughs> ever, li- no one's ever gonna listen to this like, <laughs> yeah, that's because you, you banned him from playing what was that fortnite where the fuck he's playing he was he was literally just playing fortnite yeah fact, exactly still yeah he didn't even turn it off because he knew this yeah. wouldn't take a long it's just sitting on yeah, the yeah, big yeah. screen you know he's upstairs probably on the steps right now waiting get this fucking he's probably thing playing over in with his fucking bedroom oh that's true too well, it, was, it, was, it was if he beat you know yeah. his brother out of the room we took it over yeah right yeah <laughs> fucker all right that'll be good for right. the podcast then uh let's hope to fuck this thing recorded we oh, have to do it again i think it did i think it did so anyway later bitches right, later. let me uh let me kick craig out of here and we're done i think if all went well i have a kind of a long podcast here um anyway it was kind of cool i think i'm gonna see if my brother wants to do this thing on sunday nights it seems like the only time he's really got a free little window of opportunity as long as you could shoo the kids and everything from the, from the room for a little while we could bullshit discuss things maybe a little reminiscing this time maybe next time we'll talk current games or future games just ideas about games whatever whatever comes to mind it'll be a free flowing kind of a thing you know um so anyway hope you enjoyed it uh it's a lot longer than i usually do but hey it's just we just kept talking uh anyway take care guys and i will uh see you next time Bye bye